Yo guys, what is good? Welcome back to the Uncle Sharma channel. What's up? How are you guys doing? Um, Inter 2, sorry, oh, completely wrong, completely puzzled. Real Madrid 2, Inter 0. Um, before the match, I tweeted saying, you know, this is going to be, this is a stress-free Champions League match because we're going into it already knowing that we're qualified, we've got nothing to lose. Stress-free, you know, chilling, watching it, enjoying. <laughs> Inter, these guys never want to make life uh, enjoyable for us, do they? they? They never make things easy and enjoyable. And um, in the end, we got punished. And once again, Real Madrid showing that there's levels to the game. You know, in in my match preview, I know a lot of people were coming into the comments like, "Oh no, don't worry, we'll smash Real Madrid." All this kind of even got swayed. I, I was my original prediction was one one, and I got swayed by the comments. Were like, "Ah, let's go for a two one win win for Inter." But this is Real Madrid, guy. This is the level of the elite teams, and this is not even the best Real Madrid of the last few years. This is still a beatable Real Madrid. Once again, we showed today that we can beat a team like Real Madrid. We could have beat this Real Madrid team, but when it comes down to it the wastefulness as we know as we predicted before already and you know it was even worse than i thought i thought we'd at least uh, you know convert something but how are you guys doing i can see you guys are very very active already in the chat fires in the house and yeah of course <laughs> the, the big topic is of course about barella barella's red card barella losing his head of course benjamin reminding us that you know let's not forget we are through to the next round this was just going to be a bonus if we managed to to be real madrid uh the inzaghi substitutions as well there's a, definitely a talking point definitely heartbreaking shanyo welcome warrior says if you can't be real how can we compete with Bayern city yeah but i i did not ex i don't expect us to compete with them that's why i don't want those teams that's why it would have been good if we managed to finish first but that's that's our level we're not we're not at that level yet for sure um of course lautaro is all another invisible ghost game from lautaro um and uh, yeah let's let's get into it. everyone's uh, the main comments seem to be about the barella situation uh barella completely um completely losing his head i don't i wouldn't say you spoil a stupid kid i mean that's uh, that's just a, a little bit that's a bit too much there but he's definitely this is the reason why if you've been on this channel um and as Julian says here, this is why since the beginning of this channel, I've always talked about Skriniar is my future captain. Skriniar is the guy I would go for. His temperament, yes, also he's he's you know sometimes, but he's he's a, he's a centre back. Sometimes he has to be you know hot headed, but he, he doesn't never. I've never really seen him lose his cool. Um, he's not indisciplined. Whereas Barella, we know he's a. I mean, he's still quite young, even though he's got three kids. But the guy has shown he's, he's a bit of a hothead. Some of the tackles that he goes into, and today, what he did with Militao, there was absolutely no need to do what he did. And um, I mean, it, it could look like a harsh red card. It did look like it to me. By the end of the day, it's violent conduct, and um, by the by the book, by the textbook, it, it was a it was a a um, a red card, unfortunately. But yeah, this is why. Barella still needs to grow. This is why, in my opinion, Barella can't be the the captain. Um, this is this is this is a lot of the um, this is you know it shows basically what a lot of Inter fans are talking about. Why we're not why he's not our favorite to be to be to be captain. And you know as we said, like if the club decides to make him just to be you know that that bandiera as they call it, it's, you know the the future of the club, then fine. I'm not going to complain about it. But I think. In terms of how it's, the screen has been longer here than Barella as well. So in terms of length of time here, 
he deserves it. In terms of age, he's older and more experienced, he deserves it. So I think there's too many factors in favour of Skriniar, how he behaved in terms of when he renewed his contract as well. Uh, Skriniar a couple of years back, that's another you know, big, big, big bonus point for Skriniar. But yeah, Barella as well, like, <laughs> I tweeted it at, at half time and uh, you know, it was, it was very um, splitting tweet. I knew, I knew when, you, when you tweet about Barella and any negative tweet about Barella, the golden boy, going to receive a lot of negative feedback and um, I, I did not imagine that in the second half he would go on to first miss the chance uh, he completely skied it and we know that's another issue we talked about with Barella that you know his, his finishing needs to improve and then the red card and then in the first half he was also at fault for the goal um, he was the one who didn't close down um, he was he's the one that didn't close down the the shot from Tony Crow's and yeah, as, as some of you guys know, if you follow my channel for a while, Tony Crowe is my favourite player in world football. So I was quite conflicted about Dan Golin. I was happy for Tony Crowe's beautiful snooker shot into the corner, but painful to watch that. You know, no one closed him down. Way too much time. And yeah, we don't want to pile on Barella or anything, but it's just I like to start conversations at times that sometimes people may find uncomfortable, like. And Barella is one like you know how long can we always say like you know always say on the channel as well like you know it's he's tired he's he needs rest he needs you know he needs to be rotated more for sure um but at the same time you can't say that every single time all the other players are playing a lot of minutes as well I know you of course for Italy as well he's drained uh but at the same time you know I think every player deserves criticism you know lots, lots of players on this channel when Vidal did the exact same thing last season um, against Real Madrid, you know, he was completely destroyed. And that's because, you know, at that time, Vidal didn't, you know, do anything for us yet. But I think when you when you judge a performance, you can't be, like, biased, like, by how much you love a player. Like, at the end of the day, Barella cost us this game today. And, yeah, of course, we can talk about the substitution, maybe cost us as well. But Barella's individual performance today was just just wasn't good. But I don't want to, again, pile on, pile on the boy. He, he's allowed to have... You know bits of of form every player goes goes through patches of form and clearly barella right now is going through a little bit of a um of a bad of a bad patch um yeah darmian is injured uh, darmian is injured and i don't think dumfries was that bad um i was actually quite surprised um i don't think uh, yeah exactly we ate dumfries alive for the softest mistake but the golden you know barella sometimes feel like he's a little bit untouchable um, but yeah, I don't think I, I think Dumfries today was fine. I, I don't really see why Dumfries was. Uh, I was quite surprised when he got substituted. Actually, it was another substitution that I wasn't sure about because D'Ambrosio was the one who was struggling. D'Ambrosio, I mean, you guys. I mean, I've talked about it here. Like, I respect D'Ambrosio a lot. That guy is, you know, he's such a. He's, every team needs a D'Ambrosio on the t on the team. But today, you know. He, he isn't really good enough for this level with Ambrosio. When he was at right centre-back, he was getting flamed. When he went to right wing-back, there was a little bit of improvement. But once again, just not really up to par. Um, yeah, we really missed Matteo Darmian uh, today. But um, it's two games for suspension. Yeah, so now Barella misses the misses the round of 16. Whatever, whoever we get in the round of 16, he misses the next two matches. So he's out for the moment of our Champions League campaign and it depends on if we continue our Champions League campaign so um, yeah and of course yeah another the main guy Lautaro was supposed to be the main guy this season another guy that we can say definitely ghosted today like nothing nothing from Barella today um, 
sorry, nothing from Lautaro today. You know, especially last season, he had a really good match against uh, Real Madrid. I remember where he kind of carried us in that match, even though we lost. But yeah, he just Lautaro just doesn't seem quite at that level he was last season. And I'm not sure. I can't quite put my finger on what it actually is because stats-wise, he's he's there. Goals and con- contributions-wise, he's he's there. But the eye test with Lautaro this season, he's kind of he just he's not really impressing me too much. Um, and it's disappointing. It is disappointing. But overall, guys, though, I don't want to like you know continue on the on the negativity kind of uh, uh, on the negativity train. Uh, Nick Sox says having flashbacks. So, yeah, exactly. It was kind of the the flashback and I'm so sick of Real Madrid now please like uh, I don't want to play Real Madrid in the Champions League anymore man these guys four losses in a row now um, you know in the preview I was hope I was talking to Mudasa telling him you know this is going to be the time at least you know we got to draw or something but no this they just showed us levels today um, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's fine telling him but then it's also about being able to control the ball and Gagliardini has to control the ball and back to goal and today oh wait, guys when Vecino and Gagliardini were on today at the same time and we were trying to play the ball out of the back and I, I just got a flashback. I was like, how the hell did Spalletti play a two-man pivot with these two? He played a two-man pivot for like a, you know, almost two seasons with Vecino and Gagliardini. Like, that guy <laughs> deserves a lot of credit for having for making these two play football. Um, and, you know, we used to play out from the back as well back in those days. And like... Spalletti deserves credit for making us, uh, you know, being able to get away with a double pivot of Vecino and Gagliardini because we saw today, like, when those two guys came on, it was just absolute chaos trying to play out from the back. Um, the ball just doesn't stick to their feet. Inzaghi, yeah, I, I agree, Mani Norm. The, the, the substitutes today, um, the game management wasn't that good. But um, I think, you know, in the end, like... I mean, Gagliardini at the end, that was after the red card. And he just he's just trying to rest Lautaro. He's just trying to pack the midfield, which makes sense. The Gagliardini one made sense. Then the Vecino Vidal, it was more about the, you know, he took Hakan off, where I thought, you know, and Brozovic. I don't know, Brozovic was probably the best player on the pitch. I, I don't really understand why he took Brozovic off. So that was really confusing. Um, you know, between Hakan and Barella... You know, I probably would have took Barella off today because of the match he was having, but I can understand why Hakan is taken off because defensively and like, you know, what Hakan's been showing us recently, he didn't really show in terms of tackling. And yeah, he was a little bit lazy today, I felt, Hakan in some of the tackling, even though Hakan had a really good first 30 minutes and then like the rest of the team dropped off. And yeah, I want to take, I want to take those, um, <laughs> I want to, I want to take the, um, the positives from this match today guys i know there's a lot of negativity but at the end of the day did we really expect to go to the, to the bernabao to go away around madrid and get a win i know like sheriff got a win and you know that freak win against them but it's still this is still around madrid away um so I, I mean it's a nice it's a nice um you know sign that we're getting these expectations now from this inter team that are even away around madrid we're getting we were expecting you know the this team to be to be able to win but at the end of the day we had a really good first what 15 20 30 minutes where we you know we dominated Real Madrid as I've put in the uh, in the scroller down below we had like um you know five block shots and we only had one on target and we, we had like 12 13 shots I think is a record for Real Madrid in terms of shots they've conceded at home in since 2002 so that shows you like you know our performance in that first half was really good and that's positive that I um I take away and yeah and obviously these guys 
maybe they're not the most, they're not the favorite favorite team, but they are one of the favorites for sure. Real Madrid in the Champions League is they're Thanos in the Champions League. You can, it's just they're just different level when it comes to the Champions League. Otlo Magai saying Barella, he's coming in to defend Barella. Of course, he's been exhausted for a month now. This is the low point now. Good opportunities dropping for a game or two, having refreshed his mind and body. Yeah. And I, I I agree. I think every player I've said over, we said no player should be above being rested or being dropped. So, you know, next match against Cagliari, he is against Cagliari, his old team, and he usually plays against well against them. So maybe that's not the ideal, maybe not the perfect match, but he he's out he's off form now. He's off form, whether it's due to tiredness, which probably definitely is, but there's only so long that you can keep playing him even though he's tired, even though he's off form. Like you need to you know reset like we've done that with everyone you know there was a period where Vidal was in good form Vidal was playing in midfield Hakan wasn't quite fitting in um you know there was a period where Di Marco and Perisic were switching around um it's every player needs needs to be um given the chance when they're playing well but also be you know dropped because we've got we've got the depth um, maybe we don't have Stefli we don't have the Barella and anyone near the quality of Barella to substitute him but at the same time you can be Cagliari, you can be Salernitana without a Barella in there. Yeah, Nick Snox is also on the Nixcrinia um, captaincy trainers. We said that is that is definitely what I that who, who he's my candidate for sure. Vecino Gagliardini Sanchez came on, stunk the pitch. Oh no, no, Sanchez, come on, Sanchez, the guy, you know, he he ran his heart out and you know played with his back to goal and won a few fouls. Like I wouldn't, there's no slander from. I don't, I don't understand any slander for Sanchez. He, he did what he needed to do. Uh, and he was getting annoyed with Gagliardini a few times or so. Um, and yeah, Vecino Gagliardini definitely didn't do well. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, in, when you're down to 10 men, like what, what are you really expecting from uh, Vecino Gagliardini? Vidal? Actually, Vidal was definitely probably the best substitute when he came on. Um, I think Vidal was probably the best substitute. Him and Sanchez, I think, were the best substitutes. Yeah, definitely poor substitutes from uh, from Inzaghi. But again, like, what well, it's probably the people that he took off, but that he got wrong. By the end of the day, you know, we still look good until Barella got sent off. We looked okay, but what can you do after that? Like, that was that just that, that shot us in the foot. And yeah, Militao, man. <laughs> Militao was uh, definitely asking for it the way he pushed Barella into the into the board. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm surprised we didn't see Sensi. I think Sensi is the guy I would bring on in these types of matches where you need a bit more, you know, technical ability. You need to raise the technical ability of the team. Um, yeah, yeah. Barella thinks he's 24, but yeah, it's, 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 I guess that's an Italian thing as well. Of like, you know, players are in Italy are like young until they're about 28, but um, it is what it is. <laughs> you hate Tony Crows. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Is he? He doesn't strike me as particularly as a bad character either. Yeah, Sanchez and Vidal, as I said, they definitely show the class above the rest of the substitutes. They they show you why these guys have you know played at this level compared to the compared to the other guys. Yeah, and D'Ambrosio, he's just lost his legs. I mean, this is not even this season. I remember last season the Milan derby, the one we lost two one. Um, he was getting flamed by Rafael Leao. And this wasn't the Rafael Leal from this season. This was Rafael from last season, where he was quite inconsistent. So D'Ambrosio has been, yeah, he's 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 definitely still a very useful player to have on the team. But on these in these nights, on these big matches, he's definitely not not good enough. And yeah, the the panic whenever 
Vinicius Jr. had the ball was was hilarious, wasn't it? Like every time Vinicius Jr. had the ball, it was like that. Uh, what's that? The um, Krusty the Crab? No, what's the name? Mr. Crab is a meme where he's like, the world is shaking around it. Where he's like, Yo, Vinicius has the ball, and uh, you know his dive almost won them a penalty. I was I was worried about that when he dives in the box, but clear. Luckily, the referee actually saw it for what it was, which was a dive. Yeah, I think Sanchez now that he's once again back fit. Um, I think he definitely deserves or he needs to be once again being pushed ahead of other players in terms of being a potential starter as well. Um, you just see his quality. Um, yeah, that, I think that's that's a good point there, Julian. Like with Lautaro, is a lot. one thing was always that he'd win the 50-50s and, you know, those, yeah, as you said, the contrasty, like the jewels. He doesn't seem to win those jewels anymore. Like before he used to have this kind of... He still has that green tub, but it doesn't seem to be the same bite that he had at the beginning. Like he used, this guy used to, you know, literally eat the pitch, you know, eat the opposition players. Like you know, the, his is there something? He's not quite the same Lautaro that I remember falling in love with. Um, yeah, Lautaro. We talked about his streaky, but then at the, he's supposed to. So he had the streak at that match of, of like six, seven matches without scoring, and then now he had the three matches going in a row. So this should be his good streak right now so it's he should be right now on that good streak because he's had a, a few good matches now as well scoring so really and truly this should be his good his good streak um but i love yeah i mean he got his rest uh, the last match didn't he in the Serie A? so we thought that um no sorry the match before um against the was it against the was it against venezia that he got the that he got the rest so Maybe, maybe. He definitely deserves to be dropped now, I think, for a little bit, just to give him some time to actually rest properly. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, as I said, Hakan was actually quite good. If you missed the first 25 minutes, if you tune back in, him and Brozovic were really controlling that midfield. We, Real Madrid looked like the away teams in the first uh, 25, 30 minutes. So that's why I do want to take away the positives, guy. I know the, the way that match ended is not really giving us much positive to take away. But, you know, the way Hakan was continuing his form, Brozovic was continuing his form. And yeah, Brozovic was really pissed at the end when oh, when he got substituted quite rightly because I did not understand um, why he was he was substituted. Yeah, Militao was definitely a beast. You know, at the same time, we can criticise uh, Lautaro and Dzeko. Dzeko was, um, you know, he had some chances here and there with headers. Um, oh yeah, the headers, guys, today. Like, we won so many corners today. Yeah, in the first half as well, every corner we won the header but it just didn't go on top we were so wasteful like you know it's almost a, a penalty these days with the Hakan or Di Marco taking the, the set pieces but we didn't take advantage like Mudase pointed out in the preview that they are weak in set pieces and they showed it like we won almost every single set piece in the air and they just didn't they just didn't take the take the chances and that was disappointing like you know even Skriniar uh, last 15 minutes or something yeah that corner the header from a corner is all straight at Courtois um, and you know, in the league, we've been we've been scoring with the highest scoring team with headers, and today we just couldn't even score. Is this? I don't know what happens to us in these Champions League nights. There's things that we do completely fine in the in the league just doesn't just doesn't work out. <laughs> At least the Rodrigo didn't score this time. Yeah, that's true, Nicola. And your boy Luka Jovic didn't score. He got close a couple of times, but he didn't quite score. Yeah, he really. I've I've said this in the past, but he really reminds me of Lautaro. Like his stature, the way he, like his body build, and the way he plays as well, really reminds me of Lautaro. So that's why 
when we were rumored to sell Lautaro, he was kind of my one of the guys that I said I would, we would go for. But he really looks like he needs recovering, like his career needs rescuing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Gerald, you said that, but I don't, I don't, I don't know what difference that would have made. It wasn't the centre backs pairing or anyone in the defence that made a mistake. It was the first shot. In both the shots actually came from outside the box. Um, the Sensio one was, you know, amazing, and the Crows one was amazing, and that was Barella not closing down um, the shot. So that makes um, that would have made no difference. That should have been the starting lineup, uh, starting back line. Yeah, bad day for Serie A. Milan, our cousins losing, which is actually not great because I wanted him to finish third. I wanted Milan to finish third so that they could still focus on some sort of European football. We know the advantages of being able to focus solely on Serie A as we knew last year. It doesn't sound like much, you know, because last year we only played, what, the um, two less games than Milan or whatever it was. But that extra coaching time that Pioli will get in one of the periods when we have to play Champions League and they won't, and the extra period of rest that they will get, it, those little margins make a difference in the long race. Um, yeah, so not great. So hopefully, you know, Atalanta tomorrow recover recover for for us um it's not confirmed but i mean it's not going to be overturned it usually is you know a straight red card is two is two um match days unfortunately mo in the house what's up bro um only screen brozovic perisic have a chance of getting in the real madrid lineup and that's not even guaranteed no yeah i mean we talked about it with uh, with modassa i asked him you know he was he was pretty blunt like it was almost uh you know it sounded arrogant the way he said that you know no one really would get in but it's true uh, screening up definitely by the way you know Militao and Alaba played today even that's a, that's a stretch Perisic but that would only be if they play you know a wing back formation he wouldn't get in as actually a left back Ferland Mendy definitely gets in ahead of him Brozovic but would you really I mean maybe you know ahead of Casemiro but I don't know I don't know if personally I would do that so that's the levels that's the levels of this Real Madrid team it's not it's not even a strong Real Madrid team but it's still levels ahead of this inter team unfortunately and that's that's the truth that's just the truth um theo hernandez getting cooked on the timeline oh yeah I'll, i watched the highlights but i did see theo getting cooked on the on the timeline and i mean i, I, I think he was like ill or something he wasn't even supposed to be playing so purely must have risked him to play him but yeah it's always uh, funny to see the milan players getting cooked it's funny when Salah. So you, it looks like a few of you guys actually watched the the Liverpool Milan game rather than the Inter game, um, which I mean I don't blame you for that if you did that. But it was a good game to be fair, especially that first half. Maybe the second half actually, especially after the Barella red card, it became quite a bad match to watch. But the first half I really enjoyed it. If you were neutral, I think you must have really enjoyed it. Confirmed first now City Liverpool Ajax Bayern, not looking good. Group G. Yeah, that's the probably the one. But as we know, with Inter, um, you just won't. We, we we won't get the the easy draw. We'll get the hardest possible draw. We'll get a Liverpool, City, or a Bayern. We'll get all the hardest team possible. Um, yeah, and no, let's not forget we have some injury issues as well. We've got Nokia. We got uh, I'm gonna ignore the caller up there. We've got Darmiana. We've got two Korea out. So. You know, we we didn't have the the you know the starting back line as well. I know they had Benzema out, but still, uh, when you're Inter, you do need everything you can possibly get against the Real Madrid. Yeah, exactly. But with Sensi, there's always that risk. We always talk about it, but 
you know what uh, 10 15 minutes that's what he usually gets these days so i thought he would have got those 10 15 minutes yeah exactly i wanted milan to get third place for sure for sure that would have been very important to get milan in the third but now they can just focus on the scudetto yeah i would still say we are favorites for the scudetto um but it's uh it, it, those little margins though make a difference guys i know at the end like when you look at the table at the end of the season you're like you know you're nine points clear of milan what were we like nine ten points clear does that really make a difference but it's like those little margins at that point where inter gained the momentum and then took them to the end it does make a difference uh to, to the end of the season it might not sound like two extra games but those two extra games that mental you know, there's there's also mental fatigue that people forget about from playing Champions League knockout games. Is like you know, it's a it's, it's not just you know playing Coppa Italia games where you've rotated. This is playing your starting eleven once again, um, and you know trying your best and running your heart out in two games. It's um it's, it's it, it does make a difference by the end of the season. Odds are not in our favor for the draw. Yeah, exactly, bro. It's just. It's just how it is. It's just how it is. Um, I've given up on Inter in the Champions League in terms of getting good draws. This was our best draw this this season in terms of the group that we got, and it still was pretty. You know, it wasn't a walk in the park. Um, yeah, I'm, I might watch that. I might watch that as well uh, for uh, for some therapy after this. Neither Inter legend like Crespo or nine to pull out that warm ball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully they call up, you know, Figo, one of those guys. Uh, but it's, I th- I'm pretty sure Figo did the draw one time and we didn't get it. So it's like, it doesn't matter with us. It's just, we're just cursed in this uh, competition in terms of the draw. Uh, we must treat this le- game as a learning curve. Now we know what round of 16 tastes like. Yeah, this was basically like a round of 16 game today. It felt like, you know, a knockout game. But again, as I'm saying, those first 25, 30 minutes gave me conviction that this inter team can play with some of the bigger teams like you know we won't we, can, we won't go head to head with them but as in on a given day if everything lines up if you know these guys start taking their chances if you know the stars align and Jekyll and Lautaro both have their shooting boots on and you know Barella or Vidal or these guys don't have you know a hot-headed moment things can it could it could happen but we're definitely not at that elite level but if you give us we should definitely be able to get through one of the you know let's let's put out you know obviously Bayern uh, Liverpool uh, City um, who else you know put on that elite elite bracket up there and then but after that those teams you know put Real Madrid up there as well but then after that you give me Manchester United even though they're looking better now under Ranjik already PSG like those kind of stronger teams but I, I I'm much more confident against those still strong teams but not they're not the in the elite you know um elite elite favorites teams um Chelsea is well, of course they're in the elite category as well sorry I forgot and uh, imagine Lukaku coming back at the at the, at the Meazza oh that would be an interesting one um yeah Chelsea is definitely another one to to avoid and yeah, guys, I know it's, it's been a bad result, but make sure you guys are leaving a thumbs up if you're in here. There's 59 of you people in here what, here to, to suffer with me. So make sure at least in the suffering, you're leaving a little little thumbs up. And if you're new to the channel, if you just found my channel, make sure you subscribe for interrelated content and Serie related content. Yeah, we have to move on, Costas. We have to move on now. Now we've got two easy Serie games. Oh, not even easy in the in brackets. Uh, 
easy Serie A games. They should be six points. Cagliari, Salernitana. That's the that's the aim now. Get those six points. Those that that is a must. Must. There is no other result acceptable than six points in the next coming games. Um, and it doesn't matter really who who starts. As you said, like even if Barella starts or doesn't start, you should be able to beat Cagliari with Gagliardini with Satriano I don't care who plays you have to be able to beat Cagliari and Salernitana because those two are really are two of the worst teams Salernitana is the worst team in Serie A and Cagliari are not far off who get revenge Nicola I don't know I I thought we were going to get revenge this time around but four L's in a row that's too much man I don't want to see these guys in Champions League for a while give us a break I'm happy to go back to Barcelona now. I was sick of seeing Barcelona in the Champions League. Now, give me Barcelona. Or maybe just there, Alexi. Don't give me any of these Spanish teams. I'm just sick of these Spanish teams now. Give me some English team. Give me some German team. Give me some French team. Like, I'm sick of these Spanish teams now. Um, you know, with Sevilla as well. Like, these Spanish teams have just been our bogey teams recently. So, yeah. Good point for you, Trendrix. Three months in and there's still zero chemistry between Toro and Dzeko. And I was expecting to see improvements by now, and there hasn't really. Um, and I, as I'll, I'll always say, like if it's a final today, who are the two strikers that I'm starting? It's Lautaro and Jekyll. If you ask me who our best strikers are, Lautaro and Jekyll, but they are not our best partnership. They just haven't shown to me that they're the best partnership. They haven't shown any chemistry today. There was just no link-up play between them at all. Um, not even like a one, two or anything like they just seem to have zero understanding of what the other person wants to do you know I don't want to compare it to the Lukaku-Lautaro partnership but you know what else do we have to compare but it's just not there like there's just no understanding between them two um, and that's why the Correa lost like you know you, you th- if you watch Correa closely like you think that he's, he's not really playing that well but what he's doing off the ball the movements that he does and you know the, the help that he provides to the midfield as well at least that provides a good link between the midfield and the attack whereas with Lautaro and Dzeko it's like you know Dzeko drops really deep but then Lautaro is just kind of isolated and he doesn't do anything so that's a little bit of a puzzle for Inzaghi to solve you know maybe I think having Sanchez I think one of Sanchez and Correa maybe is really needed in this team like I don't know if this team can handle having those two strikers up there because they just don't they just don't link up yeah yeah easy on our guys as I said like we talked about the negatives at the beginning you know Barella the substitutes and everything you know not quite there but at the end of the day I'm not really too mad at this uh, at this performance um we have a yeah I guess we have yeah I guess you're right we have a 50% chance but knowing us there's probably more like 99% chance um, yeah, I mean uh, Abu Bakr. I, I, I remember your name because you're always pretty negative on uh, on Brozovic. Even though today I think Brozovic was actually one of the better players. Um, so I disagree with you on there. Um, yeah, three, especially three five two or three four three is. Yeah, I mean I don't think it has to do with formation at all. At the end of the day, like we created the chances and then they. Their chances, you know, their two goals came from outside of the box. Uh, they didn't really get in behind us. There was a couple of times they got in behind us, but I, 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 I've always talked about like those kind of 
arguments are very simplistic just the simple numbers that that this number doesn't work in europe i mean chelsea won the won the champions league with the with the you know with, the, with that with the three of the back formation yeah we talked about the the, the substitutions they, they were definitely confusing man they were definitely confusing um yeah that, that is one of the talking points that we keep you know having in the season but i think that's always is even with Conte, I remember having lots of disagreements in terms of the the, the substitutes at the, mo- at the most of the time. Like it was always like, oh, why are you taking him out this time? Why are you waiting so long? I think with with coaches, we'll never really find that that sweet spot. Being happy with the with the substitution because I didn't. Yeah, I was confused with the substitution. But at the end of the day, it seemed like we were doing okay until that red card, and then that red card just killed him. And the Gagliardini coming on as well, like it just killed everything. Yeah, um, yeah, you could say we probably yeah we don't have like a world world you know world beater player who like you know Lukaku last season was that guy who was kind of really dragging the team by the scruff of the neck. Um, but neither do like you know I know like Real Madrid are amazing, but it's like they don't have now like you know the Cristiano like a uh, you know the back in you know they had the BBC back in the day, but it's. The, the the whole team in general it, we're not as good as Real Madrid as simple as it's not just about having one special player we're just as a whole team we're not as good as Real Madrid yeah I agree uh, I thought you know Brozovic was really impressive today I think if you know other teams today watched him some scouts watched him today they must have been they must be on the phone thinking like is this guy really going to be a free agent because you know there must be more teams interested if they um if they watch this game from Brozovic today yeah, guys, make sure you give leaving a thumbs up. Appreciate that, Nikki GT. Um, yeah, there is no way Barella to be captain. Um, Brozo is one of the most underrated midfielders, not in Italy, in Europe. Yeah, man, it's expectly uh, today is definitely not the day that I would um, slander Brozovic. Um, we have no Hakan replacement. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have really. Like, yeah, we don't have really a Barella replacement. Yeah, every all of these players have like you know their own unique characteristics so there's not really a replacement for each one we don't have a Brozovic replacement we don't have you know a Dzeko replacement um it's you know the, a lot of our players are quite unique a lot of them but you know I think we've, we've seen that you know Vidal could definitely do a job there when when Hakan if Hakan isn't there if only Sensi was actually reliable physically he would definitely be a great Hakan replacement I'm disappointed, but not broken. Real are better than us. Here's a favorite, favorable draw. Keep your head up, boys. Yeah, exactly, guys. Let's try to end this stream on a positive, you know, positive uh, thought, positive thinking. Because as I'm keep saying, I know it's disappointing today, guys. But when you look back at it, especially those first 30 minutes, I was impressed by this team. Yeah, yeah I mean, you get you get exposed defensively but we were going for the win like of course our wing backs were high you know Dumfries and Perisic were both quite high up and yeah we got caught out a few times but at the same time there was a few few very many times we got in behind Carvajal we got in behind Ferland Mendy so it's the same it's the same thing um when you're playing four at the back as well but you know that's that's Inzaghi's formation is uh, he's not going to change we've signed a guy who got who played 3-5-2 for like four seasons in a row guys um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am annoyed because it's like you know we've been going through a good phase and now like all the negativity is kind of coming out all of a sudden. Uh, well, of course, everyone's allowed to have their own opinions. Um, 
yeah exactly for me like these kind of things show that you know Barella shouldn't be captain but at the, at the same time we shouldn't like bash the guy for like you know completely you know this is this is probably things that he probably needs this to learn and take into his uh, into his future game but I agree he definitely shouldn't be the captain if he's doing things like these things like this sorry only our third loss of the season yeah that's true um, Real Madrid twice and Lazio once so you know not too bad but we're in the round of 16 guys it's not the end of the world it's not the end of the world we're in the round of 16 and yeah we just gotta hope for once the draw is favorable to us um yeah if you missed the match tommy uh barella militao shoved him in the sideboard barella rolling around like a beyblade on the floor and then he tried to like punch him in the calf like he was on the floor but he didn't really connect but it was kind of like a, he just swung and then yeah like they you know they've been head to head him and militao militao got a yellow card barella got a red card and the funny thing is vidal was actually the the peacemaker he was trying to be the peacemaker in this whole situation which is so funny when you know the history of Vidal especially against Real Madrid when he was at you know by Munich Barcelona at Inter and him being a hothead in general so it was funny seeing Vidal being the peacemaker and Barella being the one you know in the middle of it all but it was a deserve uh, it was a deserve red card for sure yeah actually let's end it on who was the MVP for me? Uh, I mean, until Brozovic got substituted, it was Brozovic. But I would give it to Perisic. Bastoni was really good as well. Skriniar was good as well. Um, yeah, I would give it to Perisic. He was just like non-stop down that wing. Like he was always asking for the ball. He was always like, "Come on, guys, I'm free on this side." Carvajal was giving giving him space. He made a few good crosses as well. Um, defensively, he was okay as well. Like I think I would give it to Perisic. Perisic was my MVP or man of the match for me. Um, yeah, I, I like the Sanch- the Sanchez Lautaro partnership. I liked it last season, even when you know when we rotated with with the when Lukaku wouldn't play sometimes. The Sanchez Lautaro, I did like that formation, the, that partnership. But I also want to see um, Sanchez and Jekyll. That's the partnership I want to see that we haven't really got to see yet. I think Sanchez Jekyll. Um, as I said, I want to see all the partnerships. So we've seen Lautaro and Correa now. That is decent. We've seen Lautaro, uh, Correa and Jekyll. We've seen Correa, uh, sorry, Lautaro and Jekyll, of course. But we haven't really seen Jekyll and um, Sanchez. So that's one partnership I would like to see from the beginning, if possible. Mohamed says he's okay with losing, but not in these circumstances. Yeah, it was painful the way we lost, uh, definitely. But... At the end of the day, you know, as I said, it's Real Madrid at the Bernabeu. I can't be too. I'm. I don't. I'm not feeling too dejected by this. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, now, now, as you said, like, you know, it would be perfect to come if you can in January, get some adaptation. But it's. Um, yeah, it looks like he's you know back in the back in the team now. So I don't think they're gonna let him go. But yeah, I wouldn't mind Ajax in the next round. I know Ajax are a tricky team, but he's, he's definitely one of the teams I would prefer than one of the elite teams for sure. And yeah, we've achieved our goal, man. We've achieved our goal. We've got that extra uh, money, you know, from the Champions League. So that's all good. We can we can spend some money on the Montclair. Maybe Steven Zhang coming up with his Montclair drip now uh, in the next next time you see him. Yeah, Nerazzurri Enel agrees with me. Perisic, uh, man of the match. Um, yeah, that's that's all we want. We don't want we don't want like an embarrass embarrassing kind of exit from the Champions League. We've got to maintain our reputation. We've got to maintain some respect, man. You can tell me I'm biased, but still, when this Inter will start converting chances, yeah, I mean, but that's a, that's a massive if though. That's that's the issue, guys. Like, it's fine 
saying all this stuff, but it's a massive if. Um, that's the difference between being a top team and being a, a good team. So I, I that's what I was saying. I, I, I would take my chances. Like if we do get one of the big teams, I'm still not going to be like, oh no, we're going to lose four nil, five nil. But there's, there's still, we're not reached that extra level. Like even under Conte, I'm, I'm sure we would have been okay in the Champions League this year. But even with Lukaku, even with Hakimi, I think we're still a slight notch below some of the, some of the, um, some of the elite teams. Perisic man of the match, yeah, yeah. Bastoni MVP. Um, Perisic, yeah. I think at the end there was that yeah, this this little confusion between him and Danovic, which was which was weird. Yeah, Bastoni could get it, get it as well. Bastoni was was good. Yeah, we've got time until February for the round of sixteen, so we've got time for sure. Um, we've got time to find the right Barella replacement for that match as well. So Inzaghi, I think he needs to use this time to find who is the ideal guy to come in for Barella. And maybe we do need to go for, you know, Hernandez or a Fratesi or someone in January, if possible, or on some sort of loan, if it's possible. Yeah, I mean, but if you know Montclair, Montclair, that those are the normal price. Actually, that's actually a cheaper price than usual Montclair. So actually, they've kind of priced it down, I think, with this Intercolab. But yeah, the prices are mad. I'm definitely not. You won't be seeing me with no Montclair drip on here, for sure. Uh yeah exactly <laughs> it's funny how the, the expectations have changed you know but i think it was quite mixed on this channel there was people that were still pretty confident about the season but yeah now we the, the expectations have changed i think inzaghi's this inzaghi's team has given us some some hope um, going forward but yeah guys that's pretty much all i had to say um i actually wasn't looking to stay on for more than uh, more than 30 minutes but as usually all you guys your comments are very good and they keep me engaged and they keep everyone engaged so thank you for tuning in um, yeah, Tommy, uh, I've been b- concerned about Barella for a little while now, probably like, you know, more than a month, really, since the previous international break. So maybe, hopefully, Inzaghi sees this as kind of like a cry for help, maybe from Barella. Like, you know, maybe it just needs to be for the sake of the team, for him, as for himself as well, for his longevity, excuse me, his longevity as well, that he needs a bit of a rest. So hopefully he um, he gets that. The Montclair Palm Angels was more expensive. Oh, yeah. Well, Nick, you're a connoisseur on these things, so I'm going to trust you on that. But yeah, it was, this is definitely a cheaper of the Montclair collab that you're going to see. Um, yeah, I'm very happy, man. This is finally... I'm going to actually buy a Champions League patch to put on this kit. Um, you can order them online. Um, so you're going to see by February, I should have that patch on here so we can rep it proudly. But yeah, guys, thank you very much for tuning in today. Make sure you guys are leaving a thumbs up and you're subscribing if you're new to the channel. Forza Inter always, guys. Forza Inter. It's not the end of the world. We're in the round of 16. Next up, Cagliari. Match preview coming soon. Ciao, ragazzi. Forza Inter. And Campioni d'Italia. Don't forget.